Hello world, it's Charmaine Campbell and I am back with another episode of Your Life Has Possibilities. If you want to listen to a spirit-led podcast that provides you with a little bit of advice and some direction on changes you would like to make in your life, well, guess what, my friend? You have found the correct podcast. Please listen on your way to work while you're cleaning up or when you have some downtime. Also, I would suggest you have a notepad to start taking notes because I may say something you want to reflect back on later on during your day or during the week. All right, let's get into it. I'm super excited. We're almost done with season two. I cannot believe I'm almost at the end of season two. I do have some more great interviews lined up before I end this season, but today we are on episode number 28 titled... It was just my imagination. And so when I thought about this podcast and I was creating it, I thought about the whole idea of our imagination. And when we are uh, having imaginative thoughts. And so I was thinking of a child. And so little children, they have such strong vivid imaginations you know they pretend to be driving the car like their mom or their dad they'll have imaginary keys or you've ever seen them with the little cell phones someone has given them their old phone they're having a full-blown conversation using their imaginations or sometimes they imagine they're the mom with the little baby doll and they're changing the diaper and they're feeding the baby imaginative milk, you know, and imaginary milk, I mean, and you're like, whoa, they're having a full-blown play session and there's no one there. And I saw this often uh, with my daughter because she's an only child. And so she used her imagination quite often. And in fact, she had an imaginary friend named Toby. She's probably going to be upset that I told you this. But yes, she had an imaginary friend. And so occasionally it happens that the imagination of a child becomes too strong and controlling that they become out of touch with reality. You know, you've ever seen a child who's flown off of uh, a high object and they end up breaking their arm and their leg or skinning up their knee or their face because they believe they are Batman. Yes, I know some children who've done that. And so, or they imagine they have a playmate who makes them do bad things in the house. You know, I've heard parents say that to me before. They'll say, well, my mind got hot. The child will say, my mind got hot and my um, imaginary friend told me to do it. And they'll make up a name for this person. It's because they can't imagine that they'll ever do anything wrong, but they need to know that this is wrong. And this is where discipline comes in and requires careful instruction from both parents and teachers. And so... We want the children to understand they must take responsibility for their actions. And so when I thought about this as it relates to us as adults, everyone has an imagination. Like our imagination does not stop when we're children. We continue to dream up visions and ideas um, or, you know, daydream to, to say. And so... When I thought about imagination, the imagination is not simply the province of artists and children. Because when you go into a museum, you say, whoa, that that artist really had a vivid imagination, you know, to paint such a 
a picture such as this, if you see something with a lot of colors or some type of outside of the box art piece, you know that individual had a vivid imagination. And so, but it's not simply in just their province um, or sci-fi buffs, you know, people who watch Star Trek or Star Wars, um, you have to have an imagination to really get into those, um, episodes or those movies and, and, um, they have different conferences and things for Star Wars and Star Trek. And you have to use your imagination because they have like those laser swords. I've seen it downtown at the convention center and their imagination, they run wild with it or gamers. Some people get so involved in their video games that they start to talk to the characters on the game. And I mean, it's out of sight, but it's simply imagination is just simply the ability of the mind to think in pictures. And so we use our imagination all the time. I know that I do. And it happens when we're daydreaming, planning, remembering things, you know, thinking about our past, like something that happened when we were kids, or if someone's having a conversation with you and they say, remember when you have to use your imagination to go all the way back to think about that. Or when you're meditating, when you're meditating and trying to focus, you have to use your imagination. And so when you think about our imagination, do you know this is an important power of the human mind? Our imagination is a facet of the mind along with reason, emotion, and the will. And so when I did some research, it states that memory employs the imagination so that we can recall events of the past. And also imagination allows us to contemplate on our lives in the present. And it also empowers us to visualize the future. Hence, your life has possibilities. If you don't use your imagination, you cannot visualize your future filled with infinite possibilities. So this is necessary for planning and decision-making. The creative imagination, the ability to conceive of something that does not already exist, okay? So when we use our imagination, it's the source of art and invention. Our imagination makes reading possible. I love to read, but I cannot read a book that I can't envision myself inside of the story or I can't imagine the characters. And when you can imagine the characters, oh, does it make the story come alive for you? And so the author imagines a story which helps us to understand and continue to read the story. And it's replayed in our mind as the reader. And so when I thought about this spiritually, hey, imagination is actually a facet of the image of God. The human imagination is is not only a great gift of God, but it's an aspect of the image of God because God had to have a creative imagination in such that he created the universe from nothing. There was nothing here. There's no such thing as a big bang theory. He created the universe from nothing. He hung the stars and the sun and the clouds. He made day and night and he put the animals on the earth and he created Adam and Eve and his creative imagination in his mind, he perceives the past, the present and the future. And in his word, in its concreteness, in his figurative and descriptive language, in the way he addresses us as we read the Bible, we have to use our imagination. It shows us that God himself imagined. And so when we think about this ability and power to form mental images um, that present our senses, the imagination helps us to create our mind that is giving us spiritual direction by our heart, from our heart. 
And so when I was reading in the word, I found that imagination is written 36 times in the word of God, but it's written eight of those 36 times in the book of Jeremiah. And I'm like, whoa. And and it says over and over again about an evil heart strikes wicked imagination. And so when you have an evil heart, it it only inspires the mind to imagine vain and corrupt things. Um, In fact, without imagination, would it be possible to sin? Think about that. Without an imagination, would it be possible to sin? Because sin is that a person imagined things better than the way that God has willed and ordained for them to do. Um, For example, if you're working a job at a bank and you're struggling financially and you start imagining in your mind, if I just had a little bit more money, I would be able to live a better life. And you start putting money back. That's sin. You're stealing from your job. Or if you felt like um, I want to have someone else's life and you start lying or depicting that person in a negative light, that's sin because what you're doing is imagining your life better than what God has willed and ordained for you. And the devil imagined that he was better than God. Yeah, in heaven. Yeah, the devil imagined he was better than God rather than being one of God's holy servants and serving in the choir. He didn't want to serve in the role that God assigned to his hands. He wanted to become better. And when he fell from heaven, guess what he did? He used his same wicked imaginations. His heart never cleaned up. He never changed his wicked ways. He never cleared up his evil heart. What he did was, was try to destroy humans on earth. He dangled this imagination in front of Adam and Eve and and created this attractiveness to themselves that made them think they could become God themselves and and that they could determine what was good and what was evil. And, And that is why every man comes into the world now because of this imagining vain, evil, and corrupt things. And so when we think about our imagination, it's important. Our imagination is so important for us to live morally. Our imagination makes possible empathy. It helps us to care for others because could you imagine being that man, that homeless man on the street with no food and nowhere to lay your head? Could you imagine being that homeless mother with children and they have to sleep in a car. So when you can imagine those, those different visions and you can put yourself in someone else's shoes, it gives you empathy. It helps you to serve others and to support and the ability to, it gives you the ability to assume the perspectives of someone else. It also allows you to rejoice with those who rejoice and to weep with those who weep. Romans 12, 15. You know, you see somebody doing good. Clap your hands. Give them a pat on the back. Say congrats. Let them know that you see them and, and, and encourage them and motivate them to continue to do more. And if someone is weeping, you weep with them. You give them a, a shoulder to lean on, a, a shoulder to cry on, a, a listening ear. You don't judge and point your finger at that individual. And, and when we sin, guess what? We sin with our fantasies of violence. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We've all been there. I know I've been there. We imagine doing violence, especially during this Black Lives Matter. 
I know a lot of us is sitting up here angry, wishing that we could do things or revenge. If someone has done you wrong, you want to Muhammad Ali them in their mouth or knock them clean out. Yeah, it sounds crazy, but we imagine those things. Or if somebody's talking to you crazy, you might imagine in your mind, you just knocking them down and telling them to be quiet. But (laughs) the word of God says, vengeance is mine. And so we don't want to have those illicit temptations or those sinful imaginations that causes us to have issues. And so having sinful imagination is kind of the reason why we're having spiritual problems today because people are running wild with their imagination. And when I thought of this title, it was just my imagination. Um, It brought me back to the movie, The Temptations. It's such a great movie. But in that movie, um, and I've heard this song played over and over again. In fact, I like the song. Um, The Temptations wrote a classical song back in 1971. It was before my time, but I still love the song on their album, Sky's the Limit. And it's titled, It Was Just My Imagination. And the lyrics for this song uh, were actually sang by Eddie Kendricks, their lead singer. And I want to read to you the words of this song. And so listen as I read it and, and think about imagining your mind this story. Each day through my window, I watch her as she passes by. I say to myself, you're such a lucky guy. To have a girl like her is truly a dream come true. Out of all the fellows in the world, she belongs to me. But it was just my imagination once again running away with me. It was just my imagination running away with me. Soon we'll be married and raise a family. Oh yeah. A cozy little home out in the country with two children, Mm, maybe three. I tell you, I can visualize it all. This couldn't be a dream for too real, it all seems. But it was just my imagination once again running away with me. Tell you it was just my imagination running away with me. No, I'm not a singer, but... I was tempted to sing that. Every night on my knees, I pray, dear Lord, hear my plea. Don't ever let another take her love from me or I would surely die. Her love is heavenly. When her arms enfold me, I hear tender rhapsody. But in reality, she doesn't even know me. Just my imagination once again running away with me. Tell you it was just my imagination running away with me. No, 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 no. Can't forget her. Just my imagination running away with me. And so when I read the lyrics of this song, I was like, whoa, he has imagined his whole life with a girl who walked by his home. He called himself lucky. He imagined them getting married. They were having two kids. And he said, no, we're going to have three kids. We're going to have a house out in the country. And he even went as far as said, every night on my knees, I pray, dear Lord, hear my plea. Don't ever let her take her love from me. This man didn't even know that she loved him or even noticed him. But he imagined this whole life planned with this woman. Isn't that how it starts when you begin to date or get to know someone or when you start a new job and you know you want to go to another level? You have to imagine yourself 
on another level or when you want to go further in life, you have to imagine yourself starting that business, going back to school, getting in a relationship. You have to start to plan your life and keeping God first so that he can order your steps and give you step-by-step play on your blueprint. And when he gives you the blueprint, you don't go telling everyone else what you've imagined. I was listening to a pastor earlier. He said, you don't want to have too many fingerprints on your blueprint and your brain, your thought, your mind is major stock. Your thoughts are expensive because God, when he starts to give you the vision for your life, those imaginations, you want to make sure you continue to be aligned with him and not what someone else is telling you. And so I want to give you something to think about. Close your eyes for 30 seconds and imagine the next step for your life. Can you see it? Can you sense it? Because you have to see it before you can see it. You have to see it before you can see it. And that's your imagination. Not wicked imaginations. Forgiving quickly. Loving quickly. Loving yourself. And loving your neighbor. Cleaning and purifying your heart. So that you don't have evil thoughts. So that you're not dwelling on that past hurt. That past pain. That resonates with you so more easily than having a life in abundance. You should not imagine your life in turmoil. Or thinking about the evil past more than you think about your life living abundantly the way God has set us up to live. See it before you can see it. Write it down and make it plain. I imagine a world that's equal and equitable for all blacks in the human race, that we can serve one God and be the church so that we can all go to heaven together and sit at the table and live in one of those mansions that's mentioned in the word. I do hope that you have enjoyed episode number 28. It was just my imagination. Oh, okay. I won't stop. It was just my imagination. I do hope that you enjoy episode number 28. I'm super excited to be going into um, season three. As usual, I will tell you what I am reading. I am now on the final chapter. Yes. Uh, Priscilla Shire's book, Discerning the Voice of God. I tell you what, if you have not read any of her books or participated in any of her studies, I suggest you getting a group together and doing one of her studies. It really helps to guide um, your life. So that's what I'm reading right now. I'm also continuously listening to um, Donald Lawrence. Um, I was listening to some of his old music. I'm listening to Ricky Dillard. I'm listening to Uncle Reese. I'm listening to Dietrich Haddock. There's a lot of people I've been listening to this week and Kiara Shear. And congratulations to Kiara Shear. She is now engaged. She's about to be married. So I do hope you enjoy 
remember to follow me on Instagram at Your Life Has Possibilities. I am now on Facebook under Charmaine Campbell and Your Life Has Possibilities. Follow me on Twitter at Your Life Has Possibilities. Remember to visit www.yourlifehaspossibilities.com for Wednesday Wisdom for our parents and parents. In two weeks, I'm going to drop something new for our parents. Yes, it is a new podcast called Possible Parents. Yes, so follow me on Instagram at Possible Parents. I'm giving daily advice for our parents. I'm super excited about this new podcast. So we will have two podcasts going at the same time, giving information for the world. I thank you. I thank you for being a listener. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review. I want to start seeing some more reviews. I know a lot of you text me and tell me your thoughts, but I want to see it so that other people will want to start listening to this podcast. That's how we market in our podcast, move to the forefront on those different platforms. And so remember to share, 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 share. Your life has possibilities. Everyone, please be blessed. And remember, your life has possibilities.